0: Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Well, I want to make sure that you get this podcast each and every week. So be sure to subscribe to it as well as rate and review it and share it with all of your friends. We've been talking about the gift of discerning the spirits for several weeks now. I want to make sure that you get my book, Seeing the Supernatural. That is all about this gift. And and well, it's a gift from the Spirit of God that allows you to know what spirit is motivating people as well as circumstances whether it's from God or whether it's demonic or something else and he wants you to be in the now and so I had fully intended to press into how to discern different kinds of demonic spirits and we're actually going to pick up on that in just a few weeks but but I recalled uh, after thinking through it that I had never yet shared with you how to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and if we don't talk about that then we we really shouldn't be even talking about these gifts and wonderful gifts of the Holy Spirit because the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the gateway to all of these other gifts. And I want to make sure that you are baptized in the Holy Spirit uh, and, and that you understand it. And so I know for myself, I had uh, given my life to Christ as a freshman in college. And, you know, I wasn't planning on being a Christian, but I was desperate. And so I decided to try something different. I I grew up as a Mormon, and that's what I knew. Um, But going to a Christian church was pretty much out of the question, but I was desperate and so I decided to give it a try and so I went to this very backwards small Pentecostal church completely different than anything I'd ever experienced before and I I definitely felt the presence of Jesus during the worship time at this church and so as I was just encountering his presence and it was obvious I was tearing up I was crying and there was a woman who noticed it and she sat down next to me and she said would you like to give your life to Jesus Christ and I said absolutely. Absolutely. And so I said a prayer uh, at her leading to give my life to the real Jesus. And so after that, she said, would you like to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? And I knew the term because as Mormons, we... We knew that terminology. We knew about the gifts of the Spirit. We just didn't know how it worked. And so I was familiar with the term, just not with the experience. And so I wholeheartedly agreed. I said, yes, I'd love to get baptized in the Holy Spirit. And so she laid her hands on me and she invited the Holy Spirit to to baptize me, and when she did that, I began to speak in my supernatural language. Now, I look back now, and that's that's absolutely fascinating to me that that happened when I was not taught. I didn't know about it. I didn't understand it, and yet it was so easy. Uh, once she laid hands on me, I definitely received power from on high baptism of the Holy Spirit and I experienced his power. I spoke in a supernatural language and I was marked with his presence ever since. And so I understand that for, for a lot of people, that's not their experience. Um, there's many times a gap of time between their acceptance as Jesus as their Lord and savior and actually receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, receiving a supernatural language. And for others, it's like it, It's not even happened at all. And I really want to close those gaps. It'd be so nice if we can just go from one to the other in just a few moments and not have these huge gaps. And I think a lot of it is the teaching and the learning and and really knowing from the Bible that this is absolutely, definitely for you. And so let's talk about it from the Word of God, Um, and then uh, uh, we'll also go into how to specifically receive what is that dynamic like and 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 where to go from there. And so we look at Matthew chapter 3 verse 11 and this is John the Baptist and he said, "I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire." And so we see that that Jesus is come, you know, not only to give us salvation but he's also come to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Baptism, immersion, em, immersed and saturated and smeared with the Holy Spirit and with fire. There's a quality to it. And then we see Jesus speaking. He said, for John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And so he's describing here in Acts chapter 1, verse 5 and 8, and he's describing that there is something more to come and that there's power attached to it. So think about that. Being baptized with the Holy Spirit means that you receive power. The Holy Spirit comes on you and you receive power. And that was my experience when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit myself, I felt the tangible power of God but but it was evidenced by speaking in a supernatural language and that's the pattern that we see biblically that there there is an equation between being baptized in the holy spirit and actually speaking in this supernatural language let's, let's look At the scriptures about this Acts chapter 2 verses 1 to 4 when the day of Pentecost came they were all together in one place suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. And boy, did he. He certainly enabled them. And so we see they were filled and they began to speak in a supernatural language. And then we in Acts chapter 10 verses 44 to 46. It says, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. That means non-Jewish people. And, And then he says, for they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. There it is again they they receive the baptism of the holy spirit the gift of the holy spirit and they are speaking in other tongues a supernatural language acts 19 6. okay we see again that direct connection and it says when paul placed his hands on them the holy spirit came on them and they spoke in tongues and prophesied wow so it's just happening over and over again you know biblically we see the pattern now we see also some inferences Okay, it doesn't say it exactly, but there are some inferences. We're we're looking at Acts chapter 8, and we're in verses 16 and 17. And this is about the disciples being made in Samaria. Okay, the apostles in Jerusalem, they, they heard about this, that this was going on. But keep in mind, these were new believers in Jesus. They'd only been water baptized. And so the apostles traveled to Samaria, and they prayed for these new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. And then it says, you know, in verse 16 and 17, because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Well, how do you know? How do you know they received the Holy Spirit? Well, it doesn't say exactly that they spoke in tongues, but we know something took place because we read further into the text and we see a man named Simon, Simon Maga, and he offered the apostles money to give him the ability to lay hands on people to receive the Holy Spirit too okay so we can pretty much deduce that Simon's offer, uh, was, was because he saw something tangible happen. He, he wanted this too, but he wanted it the wrong way. And it got him a very stern rebuke from the apostle Peter. And then we also read about the apostle Paul that when he had been, you know, confronted by Jesus on the road to Damascus and, you know, he, he was, uh, uh, in that, in those three days of, of blindness and just kind of waiting for the Lord to restore him from that encounter that just completely turned his life around uh you know and and he was in that state that in-between state well Ananias, he came by the word of the Lord in Acts chapter 9, verse 17. He visited him at the word of the Lord specifically to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay. And so the account doesn't directly say that the apostle Paul spoke in tongues at that very moment. But what we do read in 1 Corinthians 14, 18 is that he said, I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. And so we see this pattern that when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, Spirit, that you will receive a supernatural language. We see it over and over again. There's no getting around that. It doesn't mean that you're not saved and not going to heaven when you die, but there is another step. And you know what happens when you re- receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? You receive power from on high. And so next week, we're going to talk about how to actually step into this amazing promise. And so I look forward to sharing that with you next time. Thank you for joining me once again at Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Now help me to get this podcast as well as other resources around the globe. Just go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.